0: Hello everyone. My name is Monica Glieberman, and you're listening to silence on set podcast. Today we have Ethan Hawke to talk about the movie he directed called the last movie stars. Here is Ethan Hawke. I wanted to know right off the bat, you start off kind of telling how it was like your gospel and how you kind of got invested into acting. So I wanted to know how you kind of got everyone else, like all these like major actors, kind of invested as well. And then what you learned about them as you kind of did all the research.
1: Well, that's one of the great benefits of 30 years of experience in the film business is that I, I know all I know so many actors who I've worked with over the years. And Everybody was on lockdown and bored, and I could call them up and say, "Do you want to talk about Paul and Joanne?" And everybody just said yes, you know because I'm not the only one you know my whole generation grew, grew up with the hero worship of the generation before us you know their their movies are the ones we grew up watching as kids, and they define who we are. and what's beautiful about that is you start to see yourself as part of a continuity that You know, we didn't invent the movies. We didn't invent entertainment. We didn't invent this process. We're a part of it like they were. And each generation is kind of like a wave. You know, each one is changing a little bit, building off what somebody did before, losing some aspects, gaining some new ones. And that was just fun to talk about with everybody.
0: And do you feel, you know, Paul, like Paul and Joanne, obviously both had very different acting styles. And did you relate to one more than the other because you're i i find with a lot of your work like as far back as like reality bites to like as current as the black phone or whatever like that you've done recently i feel like you're like an in-between because you're a i feel like a very cerebral person but yet it kind of flows out of you so did you find that you leaned more towards one versus the other
1: why i love i was so drawn to them is that their respect for each other and they definitely are different kinds of actors. You know, one's, Joanne's kind of an actor's actor, Paul is a card carrying cinema luminary, but they loved each other. And what that means is it's an example of how there is no right way to do it. The right way is your way for you. And in all the arts, that's some version of what it is. You have to learn, you have to have discipline, you have to Have an approach, but it needs to be your approach and connected to what you want to communicate and how you can. And so they're the perfect example of just being authentic to yourself is the answer, right? You don't have to try to be original. You just have to be you. And if the originality will take care of itself.
0: And then why was it so important for you to let, to inform people about them for some of the younger generation that might not know them? And then also, how does it feel to be a part of it? Because you're also an actor that is adding to this kind of world that other people are going to follow to
1: it felt like a big responsibility i did one screening early on you know i had my mom and my daughter and it was really interesting you know maya's you know 23 and you know my mother is is her age and, and we were all watching it together and it was fascinating to see my mother would just burst into tears at some section because she remembered the weekend that movie came out and the date she was on when she saw it, she she was bringing all of her memories. And for Maya, it was all new. And it was interesting in a different way. And part of my job as a filmmaker was to carry both audiences or try to. I mean, I think one of the advantages of having Clooney and Laura Linney and all these great performances inside the documentary is I think it made it easier for young people to see the connection between each generation.
0: And then I'll just end with, um, what would you like fans to know, or what's the biggest takeaway that you want them to get from watching this six-part documentary? My
1: biggest takeaway that I would want other people to have is the one that I had myself, which is that they're really worth spending time with. They really are the people that I hoped they would be after, you know... I spent a couple of years with them just now, watching every interview and every clip from Cannes Berlin Film Festival to the Bob Newhart show, you know, whatever. And they're just, they're really good people who who tried to live a substantive, meaningful life and tried to have a good time. And uh, it can be done. I found it such a relief that, you know, you you can be born with a lot and you can do a lot with it help other people, help yourself, help your family. Well,
0: thank you so much. It's so good. Congratulations. I think everyone's going to love it. I learned so much from it. You did a fantastic job and you're a fantastic actor. So just congratulations. Well, I- thank you for such the gift that you gave us with this.
1: Oh, it's was my pleasure.
0: Hope you guys enjoyed listening to our interview with Ethan Hawke talk about the last movie stars. We were lucky enough to get a sneak peek of the upcoming six part documentary. So here is some exclusive footage.
1: One box. Of you transcripts kidding? that Are I you have. like kidding. It's hundreds of thousands of pages. I'm trying to ask all my friends and to make these audios come alive, it's, it, 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 it's, it's, I'm trying to turn it into kind of like a play with voices, a community looking back. And so that's what I'm doing here with you. And Sammy Rockwell is going to read the director of Cool Hand Luke. Laura Linney is going to do Joanne Woodward. Zoe Kazan is going to play Paul's first wife. Karen Allen is playing Joanne's stepmother. Josh Hamilton is gonna read the director of The Sting. Vincent D'Onofrio is gonna do John Huston. George Clooney agreed to read Paul. Uh, so <laughs> we're, we're having fun kind of revisiting the generation before us. So I'll just read through, I'll probably just read through it and you know, we'll just go through, you, you know just, what.
0: just read it through once. Great, great. <clears throat> I think when people look back on this epic, if anybody does for any reason. They presided over sort of the end of the movies as the universal art form. Movies have now become taken over by television, mini series, and are now more interesting to the general public than the feature film. So I think people will think of them as the last movie stars.
2: The glue that held Joanne and me together was that anything seemed possible. All other people, some things were possible, but not everything. The promise of everything was there in the very beginning.
1: I guess I wanted to ask you, when did you get that tattoo?
2: Oh, um, I got that about five years ago. I got it facing me on my forearm because I wanted to be able to read it all the time. And uh, just as a reminder, even though I don't really need one, but she, uh, Joanne was one of the best things that ever happened to me. And um, she gave me my sisters because she could have been a different kind of stepmother that was totally uninterested in keeping up with Pops other children have you had any um time to uh understand what happened between with my mom
1: i would love for you to talk tell me about it
2: i'll start at the time of the divorce she was destroyed by it she was left with three kids under the age of five. I was a baby and had to watch my dad and stepmom ride off into the sunset with Hollywood contracts. And she wanted to be an actress.
0: Yeah. So make sure you check out The Last Movie Stars, which is a six-part documentary from CNN Films and HBO Max that starts streaming on HBO Max Thursday, July 21st. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're up to date on all of our latest podcasts and hit the subscribe on youtube so you're updated on all of our latest videos